Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the Opperman Report. And now, here is investigator Ed Opperman. Okay, welcome to the Opperman Report. I'm your host, private investigator Ed Opperman. Uh, you can find me at uh, Opperman Investigations and Digital Forensic Consulting if you contact me at uh, Opperman, Re- Opperman Investigations at gmail.com. Don't forget our Patreon. I always put up new content on Patreon. I've had that Proud Boys handbook that everybody's talking about. I've had that for five years up in my Patreon uh, before it became a big deal. Also, too, check out our uh, archives. You go on Spreaker.com, you find our archives. And I do a live show there every Friday night, 8 p.m., exclusive to the Spreaker audience. And if you go there and check out our guest today, David Wheeler from American Muckrakers, AmericanMuckrakers.com and American Muck on Twitter. Uh, he's the man who took down Mr. Cawthorn, uh, exposed all the creepiness about that fellow there. Uh, he runs another uh, group called Fire Bobert. Fire fools and fire everybody, man. Let's <laughs> carry all these nuts, man. He's been on talking about... Uh, the Bobert family shooting up dogs, uh, sex crimes, exposure, uh, um, escort service, all kinds of crazy, crazy stuff. David Wheeler, are you there? I'm here, Ed. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, you know, you, you, we talk about this stuff. When, when you go over the list, you know, exposing myself to minors, shooting at dogs, drunk driving, not going to remember. You'd think we're making this up. You'd think it would be a joke. Uh, but this is a Congress in 2023 America. Yeah, she's a member, a re-elected member of Congress. Uh, as you'll remember last year, we spent a fair amount of time talking on your show about her. Uh, she was barely re-elected with 462 votes, I think it was, or wow. something like that. And uh, we certainly aren't the only reason that it was that close, but very proud of our work on her. And, and uh bringing to light facts. I mean, everything that you just mentioned is is factually based. We don't run around gossiping uh, or put things up that we haven't researched. So, you know, she was driving an ATV in Moab, uh, wrecked that uh, with her son and dog in the back. Her, her sister-in-law had to have surgery, you know. She never talked about it. She. She claimed that it didn't happen, and then her spokesperson admitted that it had happened, that, but that we had gotten the date wrong, which, uh, you know, in the big scheme of things, um, we were certainly embarrassed about, but it didn't negate our story about her and her lying. So, uh, yeah, there's plenty of those, and I imagine there's a lot more. So we're, we're hoping folks will send us more information about her. Every once in a while we get something new. Um, 
And along the way, along the way, we've met her family and friends who, some of which, uh, have got significant controversy and and uh, uh, potentially fraud around them as well. Hmm. Yeah, and don't forget the neighbors having to call nine one one because uh, their mailboxes are getting run over. And you can hear the terror in their voices too. Now uh, we could find those tapes at AmericanMuckRakers dot com. You can find uh, America. Uh, you can find uh, a whole treasure trove of information about Bobert at firebobert.com um, and then some of it's carried over on our, our main website which is americanmuckrakers.com uh, plenty of information there in our archives and news um, we also filed a defamation lawsuit against her and uh, here in North Carolina and, and the news out of that was uh, uh, two weeks ago that the judge finally ruled uh, we had a hearing in front of the judge in uh, early November, I'm sorry, mid-November, and uh, he finally issued his ruling. Um, and it was a, uh, we felt like it was a win because, um, well, he dismissed the case based on venue and mm. and um, on uh, jurisdiction. Um, he didn't dismiss it on merit, which was great. And uh, he just suggested that it needed to be filed in Colorado and we've subsequently found a great lawyer there that is an expert in um, uh, defamation law and we are in the process of uh, raising some funds and uh, strategizing about when to file refile that lawsuit in Colorado okay and how, how would people donate to that if they wanted to support that well yeah we we uh, the best way is through americanmuckrakers.com slash donate. Or if you just go to the main page, you'll see the donate button there. And, you know, those funds, uh, fortunately, our lawyer is, is willing to take this on contingency, which is not hmm. uh, normal a normal practice for defamation. But, you know, in the name of uh, public the public interest and uh, his willingness to shine the light on elected people uh, that – uh, you know, or doing bad things, you know, he's, he's willing to take it on contingency. And, um, so the fees that, you know, the money we're trying to raise, uh, is primarily to get her into a deposition and for discovery because, you know, part of the process, um, uh, obviously once the lawsuit's filed, they'll get a chance to answer it. Uh, they'll probably try and get it dismissed again. Hopefully it will, survive a dismissal uh and then we get into discovery which uh includes a deposition and then we can request as much written materials from her that's related to the case and they'll fight it uh but eventually we'll see emails we'll see text messages we'll see hmm. uh, bank statements we'll see we're going to ask her about uh january 6th we're going to ask her about uh abortions we're going to ask her about being a paid escort. We're going to ask her about when she met Ted Cruz and why she didn't disclose some of the money until later uh, that he gave her. And so, as you can see, an a small investment in us now could yield a, a lot of information about her that would hopefully lead to her downfall. And, you know, and, and it's not necessarily personal against her. It's just, 
you know, she needs to be held accountable. And so we're uh, totally focused on exposing um, her for who she is with facts. And the best way to get there is through a deposition and through uh, interrogatories and uh, written uh, document requests that we'll put to her. And, uh, you know, that's going to take a little bit of time and money. You know, the cost for the deposition is based upon, you know, we want to videotape it and provide that to the public. Uh, put out that uh, videotape deposition so people can hear and listen and make up their own minds. Um, so that's uh, that's what we're asking folks to donate for uh, at this point. And again, at American AmericanMuckRakers.com slash donate is uh, the best spot to do that. Now, now, for the audience that may not have picked up the significance of hiring, uh, having an attorney accept a case on contingency, that means he's not getting paid anything up front. You know, he's going he's gonna to get his fees at the end uh, from the settlement. Uh, I've been a plaintiff in defamation. I've been threatened with defamation plenty of times, uh, cease and desist orders. I've been a witness in defamation cases, and also to I've uh, captured evidence to to be used in defamation cases. So it's extremely, extremely. Uh, unusual to, to have an attorney accept a defamation case on a contingency. Uh, that's one thing. Now, what I'm confused about here, though, is you're suing her for defamation. I thought the whole story was when you first came out with that first report on Bobert that she announced that she was suing David Wheeler. What happened? Yeah, yeah, no, that <laughs> it was uh, reported in Fox that it was a done deal. Yes, you know, she'd essentially already filed, and and the the fact of the matter is that. I'm sure once uh, that's what she wanted to do, because the, obviously the best way to deflect the truth is to uh, pretend you're going to file a lawsuit. Well, she never filed anything. And uh, despite going on Fox News, Tommy Lauren, uh, Mike Huckabee's show uh, all across the country saying she was going to sue me because um Essentially, what she was saying was, I knew that what I was saying was, and that what the organization was putting out was false. And I went ahead and published it, put it out, talked about it anyway. And that's absolutely not true. Everything we put out is based upon uh, either recorded conversations, written conversations, or other information we gathered. So, um, the fact that she thought, I mean, had I gone out and just published things about her abortions and about being a paid escort uh, without corroborated uh, factual information, uh, yeah, she should have sued me. But that's not the case at all. We literally have hours of recorded conversations with our sources, which we saved, some of which are on American Muckrakers or dot com or firebobert.com you can listen to some of those conversations um and you know she went all over the place and she was going to sue us and the david wheeler and his donors by the way better pre be prepared for to pay a pretty penny to her well she didn't do anything because uh she got into a room with a lawyer i'm sure and the lawyer said okay well is it true and she probably hemmed and hawed and the lawyer realized that she wasn't being truthful mm -hmm. and, and no lawyer is going to file a case knowing that it's not true. I mean, they'll lose their license over that or get sanctioned by the court. 
So, uh, you know, she didn't file a damn thing. And, and it got to the point where she was literally, you know, naming me in the most listened to radio show in America. You know, Sean Hannity's show gets 10 million, you know, listeners a week, um, 40 million in his TV show a week. And she was saying David Wheeler's, you know, is a slime ball scumbag. Mm-hmm. Uh, knew that what he was saying was false, and he said it anyway. Well, that is not true. So, uh, you know, she she pushed me into this. You know, it's her own fault. And so we and our revenue fell off significantly because she claimed she was going to sue donors, mm. which has never happened in American political history. First of all, uh, and secondly, it's um, it would be impossible to sue the donors because they wouldn't have any knowledge of what I knew or didn't know. So, but, you know, the threat by the lawyer, her lawyer, the threat by her, um, and she said specifically on Hannity's shows, we're going to go after donors. You know, it had its intended effect, which was to, you know, scare away donors to our uh, PAC, our our organization. Uh, And, but it didn't deter us from, staying on her the balance of uh 2022 and and we think we had an effect upon her election so we uh you know we're determined to hold her accountable hopefully salvage my reputation although the fact that she hasn't filed uh many people have pointed out across a lot of social media that she everybody knew she threatened it and everybody thought at the time well wait a second maybe Maybe Wheeler was lying uh, or made it up. And the fact that she hasn't filed anything, she's lost a lot of credibility, even with some of her supporters that have been messaging us saying, listen, I, I'd written you guys off because I thought it was too too good to be true. And the fact that she didn't file anything or even say anything about it since then, she won't even acknowledge it. Mm. Um, I, I think she... she she lost a lot of credibility and her lawyer lost a lot of credibility because of that. Where are these big donors out there? These Alec Baldwin's and stuff. You only need like 10 grand to do this deposition and it would, it would have such a huge effect. Where, how come? Well, I, you know, it's, um, first of all, we're a pack and, and a lot of people don't want to donate to a pack, but it's not like we're raking in, you know, like American, uh, or a Lincoln project, but you know, it's raking in millions you know, we, we raised $250,000. In- hey, guys, I got a great new deal for you. It's called Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service. Now, I want you to take out a pen and paper and write down Opperman 50, O-P-P-E-R-M-A-N 5-0. Now, Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan veggie, and more. Uh, there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Two-minute meals, 
Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. Snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian-approved to be nutritious and delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or schedule your deliveries anytime. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. So there's no prepping, no cooking, no cleanup needed. Now head to factormeals.com front slash opperman50 and then you use code opperman50 to get 50% off that's code Opperman50 at factormeals.com front slash Opperman50. O P P E R M A N 50 to get 50% off. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The 18 months in 2021 and 22. And look what we did with that money. Mm. I mean, we helped take out Madison Cawthorn. Cawthorn lost by 1,400 votes. Are we the only reason he lost? No. Are, did we credibly contribute to his loss? Absolutely. Because, you know, we're not just putting out information um, on Twitter. You know, we, we ran radio against him with uh, our facts about his past. You know, we broke stories about him having knives at schools, uh, trying to take guns on airplanes. And we did the same thing with Bobert. We, you know, we broke several stories about uh, dogs being killed on our property, about the ATV accident she never reported, uh, and other facts that we, you know, we would cut radio, sh- radio ads uh, and run them in rural Colorado and we think that had an effect upon the race. So in answer to your question, where, you know, where are the wealthy donors? I don't know. We've tried to reach some of them. Um, a lot of them, uh, I think, you know, just have traditionally given to other organizations, but, you know, we're hoping that we can find somebody that would fund us so we can spend a lot less time fundraising and a lot more time pursuing these. I mean, if we had even, you know, uh, you know, if you look at Lincoln Project, Lincoln Project raised what sixty-five or seventy million dollars. Yeah, and and they do great work. I have a lot of respect for those guys, and they're you know they're after kind of a broader message. Um, and I and I'm not 
saying anything negative about them. But if we had a million bucks, imagine if I had 10 teams, we could assign one to Gates, we could assign one to Bober, one to uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and track them every single day with everything they're doing. Uh, if they got a traffic ticket, if they're, uh, you know, there's a lot of rumors about those three sleeping around, uh, either with members of Congress or other members of Congress or uh, staff. There's rumors about all three of those sleeping with staff, which is against House rules. Let's catch them. You know, let's get them on video coming out in the morning. Uh, but, you know, that takes money and time and effort and, and you know, professionals like uh, yourself and others that in the PI industry. And, you know, we can't we can't expect those people to work for free. So uh, we're hoping we can get a donor or two that could kick in some significant money so we would really be able to target these people. And we have a track record. I mean, look at what we've done. And all our money is disclosed on the FEC website, fec.gov. You can go there and see how much money we've raised and from who and where we spend it. Um, and I'm a paid employee of the PACs or a paid consultant to the PAC. So for disclosure purposes, I, you know, I do pull a small salary out of there, but I think my salary for January was um, zero. <laughs> and my, my salary for February so far has been $600. So, you know, it's not like I'm making a million bucks either. And you are sticking your neck out, you know, and she was threatening suits. And I know you get a lot of harassment stuff goes on. Oh, and, yeah. And I mean, it's, it's died, down, died down lately. But, yeah, uh, shortly after we uh, made allegations against her on the abortion and and paid escort, you know, I was getting death threats and a couple people showed up at the house. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I've never really felt like. Uh, my life was in danger, but you know, I have three small children. I'm a single father every other week. And, uh, so we've taken some precautions and law enforcement here has been helpful, but yeah, I mean, I've been through a lot, uh, for, um, certainly not making Rick Wilson kind of money, uh, the Lincoln project. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm the guy doing all the work plus raising the money and running on the website and, and uh, so, yeah, any help that anybody can be, you know, we'd really, really appreciate it. It's money well spent. I'm, I'm happy to have a conversation with anybody if they want to talk to me before they donate. And all the contact details are at AmericanMuckRakers.com. Uh, so now, um, any new developments with uh, Bobert? Any new scandals? Well, <laughs> you know, screaming yeah, other than the lawsuit, yeah. um, we haven't, obviously, she's shooting her own uh, foot in Washington and in more ways than uh, we can imagine. I, I, I think, um, I think hopefully we'll get a, the same matchup in uh, 2024 of her against Adam Frisch, who we supported and um, I've met personally and have a deep amount of respect for. Hopefully he'll run again. I don't have any indication one way or another what he's planning. Um, I think it makes sense for him to run again. And, uh, you know, he ran a really good campaign and, and we feel like we helped him. Um, but that's certainly his decision. Uh, yeah, I haven't, if, if uh, he had been elected, we wouldn't have people, we'd have one less person screaming at the state of the union. Well, you right. Know? We'd have one less obstructionist. And, 
and more importantly, the people of Colorado to have a rep representative taking care of their needs. I mean, you know, because she's such a jerk, she's not going to get any funding for yeah. key projects there. I mean, the you know the governor, who's a great guy, uh, Paulus and and Senator Bennett and Hickenlooper will go out and get money for the that district. But there, you know, there are other projects that members of Congress can influence that. She's not going to get any of that because she's pissed off Kevin McCarthy now, the guy who runs the place, and she's never passed a bill. She's not uh, she's not done anything for the district other than embarrass it, as far as I'm concerned. And and you know, ask local people; they probably clearly they feel the same way because she barely won last time. She couldn't even win her own home county. She lost her home county of Garfield County, I think, by twenty five hundred or three thousand votes. Um, so that says a lot about her. Yeah, the um, people that know you best, you know? Yeah. I would say the only other thing that we have, uh, you know, uncovered, maybe we haven't talked about before, is there. there's a local sheriff there, a guy named Lou Valerio, um, who's been elected literally, I think, six times. And uh, he is a poster child for term limits. Um, he covers up everything that happens uh, on his watch for Bobert. Uh, he pretends like things don't happen, and then later on we find out they did because there's right. police reports and recordings. And, and uh, you know, we may try and do a recall against him because uh, there's a, there is a story uh, that hasn't broken that we're working on there regarding a murder-suicide uh, that and Ed, this hasn't been disclosed, but we'll talk about it on your show here. Uh, there was a, and I don't have all the facts in front of me, so I'm just going to speak in generalities, but the um, uh, Garfield County Sheriff's Office was called to a home to do a welfare check on somebody, an elderly person that hadn't been heard of. Well, that person had uh, been shot and um, they assumed it was uh, a murder and they you know began their investigation on there on her but didn't search the rest of the house and two days later came back and there was a another individual in another room that had committed suicide uh, and <laughs> You know, I don't know. Anyway, that's a big story about this Lou Valario, and we don't understand how they didn't search the rest of the house and what's going on there. Um, so this Lou Valario, the sheriff there, needs uh, needs to be recalled, and so we're work. And Colorado allows for that. You have to wait for I think three or four more months, uh, six months after the last election. Before we can do that, but you know we're looking to do it doing that. But that you know that's a, another good example of what we do. You know, we along the way learn new things and 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 try and investigate them and, and move those issues forward. Um, but this guy Lou Valario has campaign violations against him, which we filed, and and uh, he he needs to have a microscope on him and the, and be a lot more transparent. Yeah, I remember uh, when you, you first came out with that information that there was a domestic violence call that involved the Boberts. 
uh, he said, oh, no, there wasn't. And, and so you, you went and talked Still to there him. Yeah. yeah, I'm here. You can't hear me? You can't hear me? Uh, David? Hello? Yeah, you can't hear me? Okay, we are back. We are back with David Wheeler. Uh, from the AmericanMuckrakers.com. We had a little technical problems, but we got David back on the air now. So, Mr. Wheeler, tell us about George Santos. Well, uh, he's a uh, interesting fella that I think uh, is gonna is about to get himself into a lot of trouble, not because of us, but uh, I think most of your listeners will know all about George. Um, but we did file a... Uh, a, uh, a uh, petition in New York with the uh, New York State uh, Elections Board because I believe um, he's probably legally a resident of Florida. Hmm. And in order to be elected uh, legally in New York, on the day of the election, you have to have residency in New York. And uh, residency... Uh, is determined by a, a fair amount of things, but you know, in New York, it includes how many days you're in New York State, uh, where you claim your residency on legal documents, and and we uncovered multiple legal documents that he signed, including his uh, reincorporation papers for his company, that were signed uh, with the Florida address uh, in late November of 2022. So uh, if you, I don't know why he's using a Florida address to reincorporate his, his uh, Florida company, but uh, uh, interesting. And we turned it over to the New York State Board of Elections and they uh, forwarded it on uh, after an initial review to the uh, investigative branch with, within the uh, the New York uh, State Board of Elections. Now, now, this is an address he was using in Orlando, right? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it was Orlando or, or it was somewhere else. I don't have the document in front of me, but um, it clearly wasn't New York. <laughs> yeah, because from what I understand, uh, he spent nine months, at least nine months, in Orlando, and no one has any idea what he was doing there. Now, what, which yeah, so anyway, uh, but the uh, the net effect would be if he was the resident of Florida on election day, you know, that uh, they should declare that seat uh, open and hold an election uh, post haste. Do you know we'll which, where that yeah, do you know which company we're talking about that he was a uh, uh, registered in, in Florida? Well, it was the Devolder organization, I think he called it. Now, David, you've been around a lot of campaigns and stuff like that. How is it possible that the opposition didn't even know he was using a different name? Like the most basic search is going to turn that up. Um, well, I think, I think probably because they thought thought, thought the safe uh, the seat seat was safe, hmm. and plus the you know the. Democrats in New York and had their hands full with a bunch of other races because they did have 
an honest redistricting there that put a lot of seats in play that had they uh, not had a honest uh, redistricting committee, they wouldn't be worried about. Mm. Plus, then the National Dems, this guy was uh, nowhere near um, uh, on the radar with National Democrats. So, you know, I, I, I don't know how it came through, but the reality is, you know, this guy's clearly a fraud. And I think the law is going to catch up with it. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You've worked hard for what you have your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. Sooner than later, I think he'll be booted out of Congress. Uh, if not... I would predict by, you know, by the beginning of May, something will have been filed against him. And I think by early summer, midsummer, he'll be gone and they'll have a special election in New York uh, at some point, either uh, later this year or early next year. Okay. Now you filed this complaint regarding residency, right, which is very important. Uh, but are you aware of any other uh, campaign, any kind of PACs or anything that have filed uh, complaint, uh, complaints against him? Oh well, he he's he's been uh, thoroughly uh, filed against hmm. to use to use a uh, non legal term. But uh, for example, I know that there's at least two uh, ethical complaints that have been filed against him by uh, members of Congress already. Um, there are uh, multiple federal investigations going on that we're aware of. Um, and we're aware of that because people have uh, that the FBI has interviewed have given press accounts. And then there's uh, Letitia James, the attorney general in New York, I think, has initiated some investigations. And then I think the local the local DA in uh, Nassau County uh, or. Uh, yeah, I think it's Nassau County, is, has initiated her own investigation. She, she's a Republican. So, mm. uh, you know, it's, the guy's going to be vetted pretty thoroughly. Plus, I think uh, your listeners will all know that uh, the, uh, they may not know, uh, that the Brazilian authorities also have uh, a warrant for his arrest that 
uh, I think they have reinitiated that investigation to see whether there's the possibility of extradition. So, I mean, the guy is a is a walking uh, a lawyer's dream uh, because uh, they'll be defending him from here uh, until cows come home. You say the Brazilian authorities. That sounds like a lot of authorities. Let me ask you a question. Uh, what, I wasn't aware of this at all. What kind of charges do you have going on in Brazil? What's going on there? Well, uh, again, I, had, I I only know what I've read in the press. Yeah. Uh, but it's been it's been covered pretty extensively in that he uh, wrote uh, he used his mother's uh, checking account to write some checks uh, to buy himself some clothing hmm. and his mother complained to the authorities <laughs> and uh, he drained her account evidently uh, but by forging uh, his mother's you know this is how terrible this person is yeah. he's using his mother's checking account without her permission but uh, you know that's against the law in this country it's against the law down there and uh, they they actually have charges against him that I think were uh, leveled and and adjudicated um, in absentia. So, uh, you know, they've got a warrant for his arrest if he were to show up in Brazil. Now, is it worth extraditing him to Brazil? I don't. Probably the U.S. authorities aren't going to send somebody back for writing bad checks. But um, who knows where it will go? Yeah, very similar to that uh, that story. He was in Amish territory, and he bought a bunch of puppies and bought a bunch of bad checks, like fifteen thousand dollars worth of puppy supplies. Familiar with that? Uh, I'm not familiar with that story. I'm familiar with the story where he raised money for a charity uh, to help a. I think it was a veteran's uh, dog needed some surgery, and he kept all that money from a GoFundMe campaign. Yeah. What about he received some, some a suspicious amount of money? Seven hundred thousand dollars suddenly appeared in his campaign. Something along those lines. Am I correct? Yeah, I think it was seven hundred and fifty thousand that he supposedly loaned his. Right. Uh, from un, unknown sources, um, and uh, even when you're running for Congress, you have to fill out a disclosure form on. Uh, your income, and your employers, uh, your assets. And uh, the document that he filled out uh, claimed that he was making $51,000 in 2021. And then all of a sudden he's donating $750,000 to his campaign. Um, and he has subsequently, there's a good article in the New York Times today, um, that out, lays out all the different campaigns that are going on, but also a mysterious amount of money that uh, he expended um, that uh, is unaccounted for because he keeps refiling um, and and uh, changing the figures. I think he's refiled his finance campaign finance report from, for 2022. He's amended it like. I would have say 31 times. <laughs> hmm. uh, so the numbers are moving all over the place. Uh, and New York Times uh, came up with, I think, $365,000 that essentially is, an, is unaccounted for where it was spent. Um, he had 
18, you know, get this, Ed, you're, you know, this is just crazy stuff. Yeah. He had 1800 $1,199 expenditures that um, are unaccounted for. Now, the law says anything $200 and one cent you have to account for with a receipt, but up to $199, you don't have to account for it. Uh, you can just claim it as, uh, well, you have to account for it, but you don't need a receipt. So <laughs> he's got all these $199 amounts that um, are unaccounted for and mysteriously keep changing. So uh, I think he's, the problem is the FEC is a, a moribund out, uh, organization and, and it does nothing. Um, yeah, I think they're going to have. I, frankly, I think they're going to have to do something on this, just because it's so crazy. They're going to have to open some sort of investigation or turn it over to the FBI and have them investigate. But, um, you know, it's this is not, this is unheard of. Yeah, yeah. For uh, for the audience, the thing is, when you you have an expenditure on on your FEC, FEC reports, your federal election campaign reports, if it's under one hundred ninety nine, you don't have to produce a receipt. And some of these charges, he's claiming, no matter how you fudge the numbers up, it's like a, a, a standard charge is sixty dollars. So if you got a three times four, it's not going to come up to one ninety nine, no matter what you do. So some of these are blatant. Um, but like you said, FEC is toothless at the moment, correct? Well, they're not toothless. Uh, it is a bipartisan organization with uh, equal number of votes, equal number of commissioners, Democrat and Republican. Uh, but I just, I, I think, uh, now they have a chair that uh, Ms. Weintraub, who's, uh, you know, she's a bulldog, and, and I mm. think, uh, I don't think she's going to put up with this much longer. I, I, I don't know how they can't open some sort of investigation. Yeah, it's, it's right in your face. So now $750,000, right? And then you, you're very familiar with these kind of campaigns. It's a small, obscure campaign in Nassau County. It is New York, but still a small seat, obscure seat. Um, who or where or what would take such an interest in that race to dump $750,000? Well, I, I think that's what the federal authorities are going to have to figure out is, you know, what was the source of these funds? Did he indeed, as he claims, uh, uh, get paid through his consulting slash uh, uh, financial company? Um, or is it just a pass-through? Did he get this money from somebody else and they didn't want to use their name on FEC forms or maybe they weren't legally allowed to donate? Uh, you have to be an American citizen to donate or a green, heart, green card holder. Uh, but foreign individuals cannot donate to uh, any campaign in the United States, whether state, local, or federal. And uh, so there are many possibilities of where the money came from, and that's, that will be the key uh, to this investigation. This uh, one investigation is to figure out the source of funds of uh, that uh, uh, Santos used to loan his campaign $750,000. It's not unusual for a, a candidate to loan his campaign that kind of money. It's just unusual 
to have uh, no uh, plausible uh, employer or uh, source of those funds. You know, for example, one of the campaigns uh, that I'm familiar with is uh, uh, Adam Frisch in Colorado, and he loaned his campaign uh, uh, some money. But, you know, Adam and his wife are both wealthy individuals, and, and uh, they would have that kind of money. Well, DeVolder, uh, Santos, whoever the hell his name is, and he has gone by multiple names, and that's not the only name he's used to raise money, to take money, to steal money. Uh, Santos, uh, he himself uh, claimed on his, uh, you know, his congressional disclosure forms that he was only making 51 grand and that all of a sudden he's got all this money. So I think there's something nefarious. I don't know what it is. Um, you know, this is the same guy that claimed his mother died in 9-11 two different times. So who knows? They claimed they had grandparents in the Holocaust, uh, all kinds of stuff. Has anybody come out in his defense? Anybody? Um, well, I, I think indirectly Kevin McCarthy has, yeah. uh, the spe Speaker of the House, because, you know, the Democrats, would. this guy wouldn't even, they wouldn't have even sworn him in. They he would have been forced to resign uh, once they had, you know, some facts around this. Uh and uh, and for obvious reasons, Kevin McCarthy needs this vote right now, and they would probably lose it in a special election. But uh, I, does Kevin McCarthy really need this guy's vote? I don't think so. I mean, I think they're – I would take their majority down to four or three, I think. Um, but he's still going to get what he wants uh, on the major issues. So I, I just don't understand why he would – keep uh, this guy. I mean, for the Democrats, it's the best thing that could happen. We don't, yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think they want him gone. I mean, I just leave him there. And essentially, uh, you know, eventually McCarthy's going to have to account for this guy because more and more comes out every week. I mean, it's something new. And uh, you so see, if, right? if this guy's, if this guy's still there by the end of the year, uh, you know, the Re Republicans really, They've got their head up here. You, you see the guy running for his life through the halls. They're like, wait, you, you couldn't, you couldn't hire someone to do that for you. Now, now you say that. The, well, I don't know why. I don't know why. I mean, yeah, he's not being staffed well. Nobody. He doesn't have decent staff. Yeah. I mean, he had one person that was interviewing for a. I mean, this is crazy, dude. They had one guy, uh, somebody that was interviewing for a job, and he, uh, this applicant has filed an ethics complaint because. You know, it's not laughable. It's laughable, but it's sad. Uh, he supposedly made a move on him. Yeah, I don't know if it was a woman or a man, but it was a man uh, during a job interview in the house, uh, in his house office. He makes a move on him. I mean, uh, give me a flipping break. So, anyway, this guy's uh, again. I think Republicans. If he's not gone by the end of the year, the Republicans are uh, in deep duty. Now, you mentioned how uh, it's against FEC regulations to donate to a campaign. A foreign citizen can't donate to a campaign. But can foreign citizens, because we're all over the world, uh, can they uh, donate to AmericanMuckRakers.com and support your work? No, we, we cannot take foreign, uh, uh, foreign funds either. Gotcha. Here, we are uh, regulated by the FEC, just like George Santos, and we don't 
you know, you go to any of our FEC reports, fec.gov, put in American muckrakers, it'll bring up our accounts. And uh, the one thing the FEC does well is is access to documents, um, and they, you know, they'll take the electronic submissions, but then they also have uh, copies of receipts or anything else that we've submitted uh, available. So, you know, it's it's very uh, very user friendly as well. Now, what about uh, he's been seemed to have buddied up with Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, Mr. Santos. Uh, are you aware what his politics before he was elected was he on that fringe? I can't believe he got elected in New York on that fringe. Well, no. I mean, the guy claims to be uh, uh, gay uh, and one of the only openly gay members of Congress on the Republican side. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene has no love for the LGBTQ community. Um, You know, that's probably a relationship of of, uh, convenience. McCarthy probably told her to manage this guy and and try and provide him with some guidance while they use his votes. Um, she's also there's also been pictures of him with Gates, Matt Gates and yeah, Lauren Boebert. You know the four of them uh, ought, to, ought to form the uh, Moron Caucus, and uh, the four of them could have their own little meetings together and and. Uh, share stories on how to corrupt the United States uh, Congress and, and the process to get there. Okay, so we know this fellow, George Santos, it was DeVolder, DeVolder, right, before, right? It's uh, George, I think his mother's name may be DeVolder, so, you know, pardons a lot of America, you use your mom's name. Right. So I think it's George... Uh, uh, DeVolder Santos, and then in, in some other documents he uses completely different names, a Jewish sounding name, actually. Okay, now, now so, but he, so he, you can run for office, I guess he had some support from the, the GOP, right? He must have had some kind of a support, he won a primary, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, he had support of the, uh, the parties uh, within those counties, I think it's uh, uh, Queens County and, and Nassau County in New York are the two major counties. And yeah, he had a lot of support because he won the dang thing. Yeah. So then, is there any government agency that verifies a person's name before they can become <laughs> run for office? Or it's just the parties? The parties can allow a guy, if they know it's got a fake name, uh, let him run? Well, you have to use a legal name and you have to have some sort of... Uh, ID? Uh, <laughs> I, um... You know what? When I filed for the state senate in North Carolina, I don't think so. But you know, people can challenge uh, right. what name you use on the ballot. But I don't think I had to provide an ID or anything. I think, well, the local people knew me. But um, yeah, I guess you can file with a fake name and run in New York. You know what? I know you so, can because remember, like Wavy Gravies, uh, you Romney. Uh, he used to run nobody for president. He used to use the name nobody and vote for nobody for president. Do you remember that? Uh, that must be before my time. But I, it, no, I don't remember that. Wavy Gravy from Woodstock ran for president uh, using the name Nobody. Nobody for president. And he got some votes because people said, I want Nobody. Right, <laughs> you know? right. right. So I guess you can, but there must be. I think we well, should have. Well, it, it, it varies by state. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, you know, in North Carolina, 
if you run by an assumed name or a uh, 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 AKA, also known as, uh, you, that could be challenged by your opponent. You have to go through a process of proving that that's your actual name. Yeah, gotcha, because otherwise you can run under George Bush, and people say, oh, George Bush, I know that name. Well, right, yeah. or you run under your opponent's name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boy, you've been thinking about this. David Will has been thinking yeah, well, about this. No, I, I, I thought about, I, well, I when I ran for the state senate, it was a highly uh, Republican district, Trump district, and I ran as a Democrat. I, thought, I contemplated changing my name to uh, uh, David Republican Wheeler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. When I was in the, the beeper and cell phone business, uh, you couldn't put a price in the yellow pages. And one of the guys set up his company name, seven fifty per month. <laughs> you know, beepers, yeah, you know? So you can't get around these kind of things. So David Wheeler, what else yeah. are we working on? I, I haven't talked to you in about a week. We had those technical issues. I had to reset my whole modem and, and internet yeah. and spent weeks. Uh, what have you been up to since we talked? Well, uh, I am contemplating running for the, uh, uh, as a insurance commissioner in North Carolina. Okay. Uh, most states, that's an appointed position by the governor, part of his or her cabinet. And in North Carolina, it's still an elected position. And the guy that's uh, there now isn't doing anything, and he's, he's become buddy-buddies with all the members of the insurance industry, uh, all the executives in the insurance industry, and consumers and, and uh, African-Americans and others need a, a – uh, Somebody to keep an eye on insurance rates. It's a pretty powerful position uh, if you use it in the right direction. And I'm uh, taking a serious look at, at running for that position and uh, probably announced in uh, May and the election will be in 2024. So if you were to succeed in that election, would you still be able to run American Rocket, Uh I think I'm going to have to turn that over to a... Uh, uh, colleague that mm. uh, worked with me on this uh, for not necessarily for legal reasons, but just to keep it clean um, as well as for, you know, communication purposes. But that's a long way off uh, down the road. If I, if I run, I mean, I, um, if somebody else gets in that has a lot more name recognition in North Carolina, I may uh, take a, a pass on it. But at this point, there's nobody else running um, and you know it's it's going to be a tough race to win because there is an incumbent and incumbents have that natural uh, advantage. But um, you know, taking a look at it, yeah, I'd, I'd hate to see the the work of AmericanMuckRakers.com and the uh, the Twitter page American Muck. I'd hate to see that interrupted because you're doing great work. You really are. Um, any new information since we talked last on Bobert or Cawthorn? Um, not necessarily. No, I mean, uh, Congress was is out of session for the rest of the month, and she's probably on her way to Cancun or somewhere fancy. Um, she doesn't do anything in the district, and she doesn't hold. She's never held a town hall, an open town hall. Uh, and uh, you know, she somehow has amassed money herself. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, who knows where she's she's at? She's certainly not doing anything for the people of Colorado. And uh, Mr. Cawthorn uh, uh, thinks he's going to run for Congress down in Florida somewhere. But uh, I just, I don't see that happening. We, uh, uh, 
um, we found out that he spent about a hundred grand for his office to build out his office in Hendersonville, North Carolina. Uh, and part of that hundred grand was, um, to build a safe room. And, uh, strangely, the cleaning staff refused to clean after a couple weekends because it was such a disgusting mess. Uh, evidently, he was having parties down there. Parties in, uh, the, in, in the safe room? In the district office, uh, the safe room, and then his, he had an enormous bathroom, almost like, I think it was 18 by 14 feet bathroom built, which I understand, you know, he needs an ADA yeah. uh, compliant bathroom, but I don't think 14 by 18 uh, is uh, what's required under ADA law. But anyway, it was a huge bathroom off his office, and uh, we're, we've been told that cleaning staff refused to clean it because it was so disgusting, littered with alcohol products uh, or alcohol um and some other things. Well, we can only imagine. <laughs> We've seen the yes, guy's behavior. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, this is a family show. We don't want to get into that. But David Wheeler, we are out of time. Yeah. AmericanMuckRaiders.com and on Twitter, AmericanMuck. You can follow David Wheeler. He's doing great works to uh, exposing Lauren Boebert, exposing uh, Madison Cawthorn, and hopefully some more work on some other photos in the future. And good luck with your race here if you do decide to proceed. Awesome. Thanks, Ed. Thank you, sir. Good night.